Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach. I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, food, and so much more. Today's show, we're going to taste some wines from the restaurant Ripple DC with their sommelier, Mo Cherry. And Ripple DC has a focus on sustainable, biodynamic, and organic food and wine. So we'll find out what that means. And then Chef Michael Forrester, yes, that's my better half, will educate us on how to avoid the top mistakes people make when picking out their soft-shell crabs And we're going to find out how to clean them, too. So let's go ahead and get started. And I want to introduce, I'm so excited to have in studio with me, Maurice, or we call him Mo Cherry. He is the sommelier at Ripple Restaurant in D.C. It's a neighborhood restaurant located in Cleveland Park. And they are creating amazing food and wine, but in a comfortable setting. What doesn't make you more comfortable than the word ripple? It just makes me want to smile thinking back to that wine in the old days. But Mo has an amazing background. Prior to joining Ripple, he was the assistant sommelier at award-winning restaurants all over the country, including Shingale and Charleston right here in Baltimore. And he even spent some time out in L.A. at a hotspot called Osteria Moza, which is owned by Mario Batali. And he's something, isn't he? So that's an amazing background. He's a certified sommelier from the Court of Master Sommeliers. And as most of us in the wine business continues to study for that holy grail. <laughs> but you are here and thank you so much. And you brought some great wines with you, didn't you? I did. Uh, thank you for having me today. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, just talk a little bit about sustainable, organic and biodynamic wines per okay. se to start off with, just to sort of lead off with that. Uh, essentially, with all three different different forms of farming. Sustainable, just basically meaning that you take the fruit from the land, you try to do as little to it as possible in order to come up with the end result of a really fantastic bottle of wine. Great. Uh, organics are just a little bit of st- more of a step forward as far as that's concerned, in which you would pay kind of an exorbitant amount of money to be certified organic, <laughs> but you still basically follow the exact same practice, doing as little as possible to the vines, making sure that you basically just maintain whatever it is the land gives you. Okay. And biodynamics taking it even a step further than that uh, started off in Austria in 1825. Mm-hmm. Uh, biodynamic farming basically refers to a method of farming which you use no pesticides that do not occur in nature. Uh, right. I got a chance to actually see that firsthand out in Santa Barbara where oh, they, they make teas, uh, basically sprays for pesticides make using chamomile, the different oh. herbs and grains that they find that they grow locally right. on the same premises as well. So, And what I love about your wine list at Ripple is that you indicate next to the wines that mm-hmm. are sustainable, there's an S, organic O, and then the bio wines have a B. Mm-hmm. So folks can right away know, because sometimes when you go into a wine store or even other restaurants, you don't know unless the server or the sommelier lets you in on that secret, whether it's organic right, or sustainable. Right. And so the client knows right off the bat. And to start, and we have the sips of the week, and you brought me three, which I'm so excited. We have a wine that's sustainable. So what's the first thing we are going to taste together here? Uh, the first wine we're going to taste is the Tenuccio Rovellia Lugana. Uh, okay. It's from the area of Lugana in Lombardia, which is in northwestern Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vineyards themselves actually lie on the very southwest portion of Lit Garda. So it's very close to the Veneto region where a lot of people have the misconception that it's actually from. Okay. Uh, but the grape varietal Trebbiano is something that's very widely grown all across Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually in this area, they do call it Turbiano. So okay. you get a lot of really bright peach notes to it, a mild amount of sweetness, but a lot of acidity as well, which yes. makes it a great match for food. 
uh, particularly lighter seafoods, chicken dishes that may have like a light cream sauce works really well with that. We actually are pairing that at the restaurant with a, a soft shell crab dish, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm. A little bit of pickled rhubarb, shaved asparagus as well, a little bit of compressed rhubarb on top. Perfect. Really, really fantastic. So later when they find out how to cook the soft shell crabs, <laughs> exactly. we've got the perfect wine. And tell me a little bit, like if folks want to find another wine like this, they're going to go to store and, and ask for wines from Lugana, right? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. And th- that's going to be a similar style white with that fruit up front, but then that crisp acidity on the finish, right? Exactly. And, and if, you, if you run into trouble finding Lugana, a wonderful substitute for that would be Suave from the neighboring area of the oh, Veneto. I love Suave. So... Yeah, that suave being made from the Trebbiano grape as well, and Garganiga. Yes, and and this is seventeen ninety nine at our retail partner WellsWine dot com, but also on uh, the wine list there at RippleDC.com dot com. If folks want to see what else you have, well, I love your first way, and I don't. You must have known how much I love Italian <laughs> wines because we have a second white wine. And tell us a little bit more about that. This is an organic selection. Uh, this is an organic selection from uh, Le Crete, the, the grape varietal's Petit Arvin. It's a, a very ancient indigenous varietal, which is a late blooming varietal, if you will, from the Val d'Aosta in the very top northwest portion of Italy, very mountainous, cold area. So you get a little bit more richness here, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of acidity as well. Uh, still very bright fruit, notes of white flowers, a little bit of honeysuckle. Yeah, a, there's a little, a little creaminess well. in there exactly, on the nose. Exactly. But then it still has that uh, good enough acidity, not quite as crisp as the first, mm-hmm. but the good acidity that makes you want to eat something. Absolutely. And at Ripple, we sort of look at this as one of our more wine geek selections. <laughs> so we get people yeah, in every now and then. dorks. Exactly. That's what we are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this uh, retails uh, for forty one ninety nine, and it's in the very, very northern part of Piedmont. I'm a mm-hmm. big Barolo and Barbaresco mm-hmm. fan. But sometimes these great whites from Piedmont get overlooked because there's so many amazing reds. So it's great to really profile this. And this is, you know, as for a special occasion for a really nice dinner at home or if you're out at Ripple, this is a white that people are going to be very impressed with. Absolutely. I mean, I think it has the depth and character to really transcend how most people are just so accustomed to having white wine with just seafood or white meats. This has a lot of depth to it, a little bit more body as well. So it could really stand up to even like a light pork dish or maybe a lighter preparation of steak as well, something that's not quite as as fatty as like a New York strip. Great. Maybe like a filet mignon with a lighter sauce. I think that would work really well. Perfect. Well, both of these whites are available at Wells Discount Liquors on York Road. Check them out at wellswine.com. All the details are also on the Sips of the Week section at thewinecoach.com or on my free iPhone and Android app. We'll be right back. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we are back with Mo Cherry Sommelier of Ripple Restaurant in D.C., RippleDC.com, and we tasted two amazing whites. And what I love about them, I always say to people, if you can't pronounce it, you should be drinking it. And you do have <laughs> some very interesting things on your list, not just your normal, you know, sus- usual suspects. What was your inspiration for the wine list? What are your philosophy, I guess, if you will? Uh, I think the philosophy of Ripple is basically to source things that most people wouldn't readily think of just off of the bat. Try to get people to step outside of the box and try new things. 
Absolutely. Uh, with with the wine, with the food, the menu changing every single day. I mean, it, it has to stay interesting as far as the wine is concerned, just to be able to keep up with what Chef Logan Cox is putting out. Mm. So that's probably the most enjoyable portion of the entire job. And and do you have local wines? On the list, oh, uh, we as well? do actually. We have a Norton from Chrysalis in Virginia. Great, mm-hmm. and because I know that the food focus also at the restaurant is to really support those local and sustainable and organic farms and and other vendors, right? Absolutely, we source all of our produce from within a two hundred mile radius as frequently as possible. Great. So we get deliveries just about every single day of things that are very fresh, like from farms like the Fresh Link in Virginia, uh, Northern Neck Farms as well. Great. So we get, a, we get a lot of really great produce, and it's, it's a lot of fun for us to really highlight what the area can do as far as growing things and putting things out on the plate. And we really do put out a really fantastic product to Ripple. Awesome. Well, we're not drinking Ripple, but we are going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to move on to a red wine. So tell us what you brought here for our red this week. Absolutely. Uh, for the red, I brought the Tinsley Colson Canyon Syrah. Uh, this wine, to me, actually... It hits a little bit of a soft spot. Having worked in Los Angeles and every other weekend driving up to Santa Barbara and Los Olivos to do tastings, uh, this is one of my personal favorite wines in the entire list. Uh, it's really great value on our list at like $65, I believe it is. Mm. Uh, a little bit richer in style as compared to most other Syrahs you might find from that area due to being so, so hot. They are, this is also the only wine that Tinsley produces that actually sees a hint of new oak as well. So it sees 20% new oak, yes. 20% uh, French barrique, and then mm-hmm. 60% neutral barrels as well. And that is a really good price because this retails for thirty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and so, you know, many times, you know, you're you're looking at least double your retail on a restaurant list, and it's not; it's less than that. So no, that's at, a really at, good value. At Ripple, we do also do our best to uh, to really try to get people the best value mm-hmm. as well. We don't mark our wines up like most other restaurants would three or four times. We want to make sure that it's approachable for every single guest that comes in, so they can enjoy a bottle from many different ranges. And you, I mean, you can go to other restaurants and look for the same bottle of wine and maybe exponentially higher in price. Absolutely. And now this, a lot of folks maybe have tried a lot of Shiraz or mm-hmm. Shiraz, as they say it in Australia. And so they think of Shiraz or Syrah, which is the same grape, of course, as being like just a fun, fruity party wine, which it can be. But this is a different kind of Syrah. So can you kind of tell us a little bit more about the... The Tinsley style and even Santa Barbara in general. This is a more serious Syrah. Oh, definitely. They definitely make wines in a more serious fashion. Uh, taking back to uh, some of the training that Joey's had in both their own in their own valley. Mm-hmm. So he's gotten he's picked up a lot from that. He he does make wines a lot of power, but also a lot of elegance as well. So you get a lot of dark fruit in this wine, a lot of blackberries, a little bit of bacon as well, which is always inviting. Bacon is yes. always good. Who doesn't like bacon? I don't think anyone does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this wine is definitely great. It's, it's perfect for summertime barbecue. I mean, think about barbecue sauces, the spice that's there. Right. Also the same notes that are prevalent in the wine. So it makes it a pretty natural pairing. Yeah, and to have something impressive like this, either paired with something at the restaurant, mm-hmm. or even if you're just making some really you know high-end burgers, like a really Absolutely. nicey... But have an amazing wine with it. You know, you, you can really dress up the whole thing. And, you know, I see here that he got Food & Wine Magazine Award for one of the top Syrah in That's America. Right. So this is, you know, I think uh, next to, you know, some of the higher end, like very small vineyard Shiraz that I've had in Australia, which do exist. Mm-hmm. This to me is one of the best, you know, expressions Definitely. of a Syrah and, and all his wines are amazing. Absolutely. So. And at the restaurant, we actually have a, uh, a wonderful New York strip dish. It's a grass-fed Virginia beef that's uh, pan-roasted, served with a cannellini bean puree and salsa verde, a little bit of sautéed shiitake mushrooms as well. And this wine goes absolutely beautifully with that. 
Awesome. Well, these are three amazing wines, all great for summer. And let's just review again sure. the three wines and then also where folks can get in touch with you. Absolutely. Uh, so the first wine we tasted today was the Tenuta Rovelia Lugana, a uh, Turbiano, the same grape as uh, Trebbiano, grown yeah. in Lombardy on the uh, just off the southern shores of Lake Garda. Mm-hmm. The second wine being Le, P- Le Crete Petit Arvin from the Val d'Alsa, the far north- northwesternmost portion of Italy. Uh, really bright citrus notes, a lot of acidity, a little bit of pear as well. A really good match for uh, more of a, a cooler weather climate, but it can also work well with a lot of richer dishes Right, as well. and that was our organic one. Mm-hmm. And then our biodynamic selection, again, was the Tinsley Colson Canyon Syrah, which we just spoke of, from Santa Barbara County. Perfect. And if folks want to get in touch with you, make a reservation, come into the restaurant and pick your brain, because you obviously have a wealth of knowledge, how can they do that? Uh, they can come see us at 3417 Connecticut Avenue. It's just across the street from the Uptown Theater in Washington, D.C. And uh, for all you folks out there in Baltimore, it's not that far away. Don't be afraid to drive down. <laughs> This is a short trip on the Beltway. About I know. Minutes. You made it here okay, so Absolutely. we know we can go both ways. Well, Mo, Terry, thank you so much for joining us. This has thank been amazing, and I will. I know I'll be seeing you soon. Absolutely. I look forward to it.